welcome to Myth Matters, storytelling and conversation about mythology and why myth matters to your life today. I'm your host and personal mythologist, Dr. Katherine Svela. Wherever you may be in this wide, beautiful, crazy world of ours, you are part of this story circle. Well, here we are on the cusp of the new year, 2022. I hope that you're having a good holiday season and finding time for rest and reflection. Today, I want to pause on the threshold for a few minutes of reflection together on this ancient annual ritual of the new year and the hope for renewal. The calendar date that marks the beginning of a new year is and has been different at different times and in different parts of the world, and yet reflection, rest, and renewal are shared and enduring themes. The old year ends and a new one begins, offering the opportunity for us to begin again, to evaluate the past and recommit to our highest aspirations as individuals and communities, to restore harmony and goodwill. The emphasis on human action, aspiration, and intention is important to this time. The new year is a civil holiday, and it has been from the earliest known celebrations in Babylonia about 4,000 years ago. The rites of the new year involve the renewal of the social contract between leaders and followers, rulers and subjects, and between neighbors in the broadest sense of the world, as well as the cyclical, more-than-human, earthly and cosmic order. This ancient ritual, the pause to take stock, is behind the compilation of all of these best-of lists (laughs) that are assembled this time of year. The best books and movies, the best photos, the best moments, and the surveys of the high and low lights of the year that will soon end. Some of these seem more significant or meaningful than others, and yet taken together, all of these acts of evaluation and remembrance are a response to a deep psychic impulse to pause, look back, and take heart before stepping over the threshold. Together and alone, we try to capture the essential spirit or flavor of the year that we're leaving behind in words and pictures and stories, and decide what to carry with us. One thing that I notice about these end-of-year retrospectives, and you've probably noticed this too, is the note of hope, the task, you know, out of habit or necessity of evaluating and critiquing and judging and ideally learning (laughs) from events, is something that people do all of the time, and the conclusions are often dark or challenging to some degree, 
but end-of-year reflections must encourage us after all is said and done. This is their power to renew. Whatever the conditions, this inventory of the good and the bad in a year unites them. It reveals them to be part of one pattern, all part of life. In her short poem, Izumi Shikubu, a Japanese poet from the 10th century, writes, Although the wind blows terrible here, the moonlight also leaks between the roof planks of this ruined house. And there it is, (laughs) the truth of life and the perspective necessary to embrace that truth and its mysterious beauty. The old myths and stories have this power as well. When you survey the canon, you find a view of life in which change is the norm, the source of vitality. The stories say that character matters and goodness will prevail. There are allies and there is the X factor. Call it magic, grace, God, synchronicity, luck, the mystery. Terrible things happen in these stories, and yet people survive and thrive. The maiden or youngest son, the prince, the lonely queen, the huntsman, each lives a happily ever after. We live these stories through these patterns and characters. And many of them end on this joyful note because we need this message and because it is true. (laughs) This possibility exists when the story ends. And if that seems pie in the sky, it's because you're in the middle of the story. Wandering the dark woods or persecuted by the evil stepmother or the vengeful king. Or maybe you're still waiting for the call the call to your adventure, the one that will draw from you your greatest potential. I did a little reflecting on the past year of Myth Matters and the mythological territory that we traversed together. Last January, we started with the final episode in a series on the Sumerian myth of the goddess Inanna and her descent to the underworld. The story was the Song of Demuzi, Inanna's husband, who was also called to a profound transformation. Then we dipped into stories from the Sufi tradition and meditated on the nature of foolishness and holy fools and the importance of beginner's mind. A number of wonderful poets and listeners who love poetry helped us celebrate National Poetry Month in April. And over the summer, we thought about the way that meanings shift and how these shifts contribute to radical cultural change and many other things. And we did this through the mythic lens of Zeus, Dionysus, and Hermes from Greek mythology. This thread took us to Ariadne 
and and Arachne, also figures in Greek mythology, that raise questions about the ways that misogyny has shaped these tales and the preconceptions that we bring to them. Preconceptions that limit the possibilities that we find in these myths and so in ourselves. Here and there, throughout the year, we sat with European fairy tales, some well-known like Iron John, others relatively obscure like The Lass Who Went Out at the Cry of Dawn, and much more. I noticed that two of the most popular episodes were Caridwin's Cauldron of Inspiration, episode 20, if you want to go find that one, and Make Room for Magic, which was episode 12 in this season. There are so many weird, wise, beautiful stories. I love creating the Myth Matters podcast for you because I love the stories and sharing them. And I learn so much from you, from your comments and questions. The comment that I hear most frequently is, wow, (laughs) I can't believe how much can be found in a simple story. And after all of these years, I still feel that surprise too. In the last episode, I talked about regeneration and how this might be different from the notion of rebirth. I'm still grappling with the distinctions and their importance, which I think revolve around the need for a base, the restoration of foundations, and the recognition that future possibilities are linked to the past. Nothing is disposable or completely disposed of, so to speak, And recovery is possible if the tiniest fragment remains. I've been thinking about how myths and stories are important to the regeneration of a culture. They are the material, the web, the fabric spun from human existence on this wondrous planet since our species began. The question is, What do we want to regenerate through them? What do we want to recover or to foster? My personal mission here at Myth Matters is the regeneration of the soul life and appreciation for the power of imagination. The storied imagination is creative. It is also compassionate, empathetic, and courageously hopeful. I'm stepping into the new year with a poem that I want to share with you. But first, a warm welcome to new subscribers, Amy, Thomas, Abigail, Tom, Matthew, Taverly, and Christine. Welcome to the Story Circle. And thank you for subscribing for email announcements about Myth Matters and my other programs. Heartfelt thanks to the patrons and supporters of this podcast whose financial contributions keep it all going. I want to specifically mention and thank longtime patrons Lydia, 
Rags, Cynthia, and Mark. And also thank you to Chris, <laughs> the new as a new patron who joined me on Patreon this month. Thank you, Chris. Now, here is the poem that I'm carrying into 2022. It's by Anonymous, who has composed so many of the beautiful and wise poems, myths, and stories that inform and inspire us today. I think over again my small adventures, my fears, those small ones that seemed so big for all the vital things I had to get and to reach. And yet there is only one great thing, the only thing, to live to see the great day that dawns and the light that fills the world. To live to see the great day that dawns and the light that fills the world. Life is an adventure, my friend. I hope Myth Matters is a worthy companion as you make your path through the woods and into the palace halls that comprise your journey. Thank you so much for listening, for your comments and questions, for your support in all of its myriad forms, and the community we share in the space of this podcast, Story Circle. I'm wishing you a very, very happy new year. Take good care of yourself, and until next time, happy myth-making, and keep the mystery in your life alive. Thank you.